to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host, Madison Haynes, and today we are going to talk about something I wish I had heard or been able to watch on YouTube a long time ago, and that is what to expect when you're moving in with your boyfriend and how to navigate or avoid the roommate phase. So for those of you who do not know, the roommate phase is something that is being talked about a lot on TikTok, and that is where couples essentially face hardships when living together where it becomes less of like a romantic love and it starts to feel like a little bit like you're living with a roommate like a a partner in life without the romance and that is something I can honestly say every single couple will probably deal with at least once but probably many times in their life Uh, that's something I personally think is you know it's almost like a roller coaster where you go in and out of like the really really good times and the times where life gets a little bit harder and it's a little bit more mundane and it can be a challenge to balance real life and romance and it's something that a lot of people don't talk about and they don't talk about it to people who are about to move in with somebody for the first time and looking back you know I've almost lived with my partner or my boyfriend Zachary for about a year now and this would have been really helpful for someone to tell me way before I lived with him because if you can understand the roommate phase and what gets you there or just like what to actually expect when you're living with your boyfriend or moving in with somebody for the first time you can be more prepared for not only what to expect but to how to essentially set yourself up for success or how to navigate the challenges that are inevitable in your relationship which is going to help make your relationship a lot more happier. So let's talk about the honeymoon phase. The honeymoon phase is amazing and it's the time where you guys, you know, decide to move in together for the very first time and you look for apartments and you're packing up boxes and you're, you get rent the U-Haul and it's your very first day living together and, you know, the very first movie you watch together, the first time you go grocery shopping as a couple, uh, the first dinner you have together, all of that is so much fun and it almost feels like, you know, you're not aware of it, but like you're playing house, but in real life, it kind of is like that idea and the dreams you had of as like a little girl finally coming to life that you probably wanted it for so long especially if you this is the first time you're moving out right from your parents house I live in Toronto and a lot of people will go from living at their parents house to right to living with their boyfriend and if they don't have a boyfriend then it's a roommate uh, just because the cost of living here is so expensive uh, so if that's your position that is even more true uh, if you're in the position where you're a little bit older and you're already living independently and then you're moving in with a boyfriend at that stage this is still true as well uh, and regardless of which position you're in I think these tips or these topics I'm going to be discussing today will still be applicable to you So the honeymoon phase was so amazing. Uh, It involves things like being super excited to cook. So you might find yourself being so passionate because you finally have a kitchen to yourself and you have your own fridge and you can go grocery shopping and buy whatever you want and you just really just dive in into, you know, being the best chef ever. Or you could have a gym like like me, I live in a condo and you go super into like waking up at 5 a.m. and being that girl and working out every single day. And it almost is, it's an amazing feeling. And I remember looking back at that the first three months of living here, thinking that I was really redefining my entire life. And in a lot of ways I was. And I also remember thinking of even like the mundane tasks, like doing chores was a privilege because I just was so excited to have my own space that doing those like everyday tasks that people really just like doing felt like such a blessing to me. Uh, But then what happens is the shift. 
The shift happens when your home, when you move in with your partner, or even if you're living alone, uh, it starts to become more like home, which is a great thing. And I remember I could not wait until the place, this place, which is the first apartment I'm still living in, uh, felt more like home to me. And when it does, it's amazing because it's comfortable, but that's when those exciting tasks like I talked about before, like the chores, like the cooking, like the grocery shopping, or even watching TV, like it becomes less exciting and less like first with your partner and just more like everyday tasks you kind of take that for granted it's kind of like the feeling of when you used to go on a vacation with your boyfriend and you were so excited to get to like sleep in the same bed as them or spend a lot of uninterrupted time with them and you looked forward to that so when you thought about you know moving in with this person that's how you kind of think it's gonna be I feel like moving in with your boyfriend is so romanticized online and a lot of that is true like the dancing in the kitchen it can be true and it is true for Zachary and I uh, or the you know like the really romantic love and that is totally an aspect of moving in with your boyfriend but there's a lot of things that people don't talk about and I think they need to be uh, because it doesn't mean you're in a bad place when you feel the shift but it's if anything it just means that you have grown to the point in a relationship where you are really comfortable with each other which can be a beautiful thing you know once you start feeling comfortable with each other you feel a deeper bond than you could ever feel before before you lived with this person i love zach and back then before i lived with him i really loved him as well obviously or i wouldn't have lived with i moved in with him uh, but now after living with him for almost a year I feel like I know him on a completely different level. There's things that you just don't understand about a person until you spend every single day with them and literally like wake up next to them, go to bed next to them, like start and end your day together for a year plus uh, that you really, really uncovers a lot. And that's a beautiful thing uh, because it, you get to know someone on such a deep level that I say uh, it feels like they become family. Uh, but that is the part of this talk that I would like to chat about uh, that's called essentially the roommate phase and you know once you get comfortable and you your romantic love starts turning into a love that feels like family which is beautiful because it means you care about that person so much that you know they become such a important aspect of your life but just like we do often when we're living with our parents we can take them for granted now when you're a teenager and you took your parents for granted and i'm sure if you when you uh move out on your own you will look back on it being like why they oh my gosh i miss having someone to cook my dinner and do my laundry every day Uh, but that feeling uh can often translate into your relationship and it affects it in a weird way because your boyfriend is not like your parents he's a your romantic partner so when your romantic partner starts feeling like your family or like your roommate because obviously you can't be romantic you can't be on all of the time it causes a lot of tension and just a little bit of insecurity too you know i started feeling the shift when i was longing for alone time and i felt really really guilty about it because i thought like who am I to just wish that I could watch my own girly movie in the bed alone and not want to invite my boyfriend 
like I felt bad about that I'm like I really should always like be asking him to do things together you know because we're living together he's my boyfriend I'm supposed to want to spend all of this time with him and I found myself feeling really guilty that I was longing to just be alone at some point so just like recuperate and just like recharge myself uh, without being around someone all the time you know me as a person I have always been a, I'm like an extroverted introvert I love people and I love talking to people but I need that time alone to just like recharge myself and my boyfriend was one of the few people where I didn't feel the need to have to step away from and I could actually spend a long periods of time with him where I felt uplifted I felt genuinely comfortable with him even more so than I would around my actual family members which is why I made the decision to move in with him and obviously why I see my boyfriend as like a long-term life partner which is great but the shift was this person who I still think of that way, I started feeling the need to need, like have alone time and I felt guilty about it. So I'm here to tell you that what I've learned along the way is not only should you not feel guilty about taking time alone for self-care, but it is an absolute must in any relationship. I feel like in order to have a successful, healthy relationship, you need to really be taking care of you. Not only is that going to be beneficial to you because you can take time to relax, you can take time to do the activities you want to do and make time for yourself, uh, but it benefits your boyfriend as well because you feel a lot less resentful because you're taking the time to relax, you're doing the things you want. So when you have to do like those everyday mundane chores or tasks, you don't resent your partner because you feel like you have no time for yourself which can contribute to a lot of arguments uh, but your partner likes to see you relax I find that Zach loves to see me enjoying my time and he's not offended when I want to take a night away with the girls or want to go watch a movie alone in my bed I've, or our bed <laughs> I guess he actually likes it because that's time for him to do his own thing and he wants to do his own thing too and that's okay so when you move in with your boyfriend or if you are finding yourself when you currently live with your boyfriend or your husband I'm sure the people who are married probably have already known these tips because they've been together with someone for a lot longer than I have uh, but that is okay uh, and it's it's a must it's gonna help like, taking time for yourself it's gonna help your relationship in so many ways it's not something to feel guilty about it's actually something you should be prioritizing so prioritize your self-care prioritize your own hobbies take time for you because that's gonna be what allows you to not lose yourself as you live with your boyfriend it's gonna allow you to remain you and just you as an individual and uplift yourself and recharge yourself so you can be that amazing, fun, exciting girlfriend that he's going to want to come home to you every day. Another thing I want to talk about was the shift that I noticed was the pressure to be romantic all of the time. Uh, when you are not living with your boyfriend, you're usually seeing them on times when you're not working, on times when you are looking nice, on times when you're excited to see them. And the times where you came home from work and you were stressed out or you didn't sleep all night and you were exhausted or you're hungover or going to bed with your zit cream on your face like they didn't get to see that you essentially could be like the best version of you and rather if that was like intentional or not it happens you know personally when I would see Zachary and I when I was living at my parents house I'd only see him on the weekends and that meant I was happy and relaxed and excited for the most part on the weekends because it was the weekends and he never really got to see my after work routine until we lived with each other and vice versa and that was something when after the honeymoon phase was done uh, we went want, we felt ourselves wanting to go back into our old after work routines which we spent years establishing and it felt weird to do that because now you're coming home to somebody else and 
it's hard to essentially like mix your routines together and it can feel like a unspoken pressure of trying to be on or romantic all of the time and it's impossible like 24 7 you can't always look sexy you can't always have candles lit and you'll be going on date nights every single night like it's just not sustainable and that's something that you should be prepared for or if you're already living with a person just essentially coming to terms with like it's okay to not always be on or not always feel romantic with that being said it's something that you should prioritize and before I get into how you can prioritize this I'm going to talk about what happens when you don't (laughs) and this is something that happens to a lot of couples where you know they get into routine uh, it stops being exciting because it just becomes your normal everyday life and it can feel hard because sometimes often you feel a shift where you are so used to living with that person that you care about that it starts to become more like a roommate scenario where you kind of take them for granted just like how you did with your parents who are used to be a teenager and you'd come home from work or from school and say like they would ask you how your day was and you would say oh yeah it's okay because like you were so mentally exhausted or just didn't want to open up to them or whatever for whatever reason that like you didn't want to give them the time of day I find that like us as humans can often revert back to like that mentality with our partners and if we don't put in a conscious effort to maintain those conversations or really like reach out to each other and openly communicate it can lead to the roommate phase you know, life starts to get real and bad habits start to form the longer you live with your boyfriend. And those bad habits could be things like, you know, at the first we would go and light candles at dinner and we'd set the placemats up and I'd be so excited to set the table and he'd be so excited to cook a new recipe. And then after years of doing that, cooking it's a lot it takes a long time and oh we don't really need to take out the fancy candles and you romanticize it a little bit less and then that turns into you know scrolling on your phone and having silent dinners the dreaded silent dinners that uh, I see being talked about on TikTok and it happens it really can especially I find on work nights when you are both exhausted you just want a little bit of alone time and you just want to eat your dinner as fast as you can and go and do whatever like activity you're thinking about or your checklist in your head Uh, but that is something that contributes to the feeling of the roommate stage because before when you take that time to have dinner with that person and connect now you feel like a bit of a disconnect because you're literally not talking to them or you're distracted from your partner and that can lead to a lot of issues even night routines. Think about you going on vacation with your boyfriend. You know, you're excited, you're happy, you feel so in love, you go to bed together and you cuddle and it's just the most amazing feeling in the world and you think like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be nice? Like that Beach Boys song. Uh, And now, you know, well, as your relationship progresses and you live with that person, that night routine becomes like an every night thing and it's less special. So you often may find yourself, you know, I'll be reading in bed in one room and he'll be in the living room scrolling on his phone. You go to bed at different times and that's just reality. It's normal. Like two people can't always want to go to bed at the same time or be tired at the exact same time. You can't expect that of yourself, but it's something that like you didn't consider like those little things in life. uh, You don't, especially before you move in with your boyfriend, like you don't think about how that could impact you like mentally until it kind of does. Like it's those like little slow things or the little small things uh, packing on top of each other that I think contributes to like the downfall or like the roommate phase. And in any relationship from my experience, my own experience, 
experience, experience my friends, watching both of our parents who are still in successful relationships, both for Zachary and I's parents are still married. Uh, we've seen this happen where, you know, obviously like life, it gets really, really good. It's really, really high. You feel so romantic. You feel so in love. And then you start taking each other for granted and maybe you lose some of those really good habits unintentionally. Usually it's always unintentionally. And then you, you end up in a slump just like you would like in your own personal life as well. So the slump is difficult. And now we're going to talk about how to get over the slump or how you can do your best to avoid, to avoid the slump. And if you're in the slump, how in the heck to get out of it? So this slump, uh, is now being talked about online, especially on TikTok, as the roommate phase. So as I discussed earlier in this podcast, the roommate phase is the stage of a relationship where you you know, are living with your boyfriend or your partner and you are so excited about it and everything's going great and then all of a sudden you feel the shift and you stop communicating with each other as much. You stop being rom- as romantic uh, as you used to, or as uh, you stop flirting with each other because you're now living with someone for so long, like you take each other for granted. And it really does start to feel like the other person is a roommate. But sometimes we do take them for granted, especially when you live with them. And it's not until you move out on your own and you realize, oh my God, my mom and dad did so much for us. Or you think of, oh my God, like, I am never going to live with my sister again. Like that stage of my life is over. Like you don't think about that until you leave. And it's kind of the same thing where like that relationship you used to have with your family when you're living with them now translates into the relationship you have with your partner. And it's so, it's like not an experience that you can't really understand until you are finally in it. So I'm here to say the roommate phase is normal. The roommate phase sucks. The roommate phase is like, you think that oh my you're nothing you wish you could have been prepared for it but I'm here to tell you that you can absolutely get out of it and you honestly probably will be in it again uh, especially if you have a long-term relationship but doesn't mean you're not happy with each other it doesn't mean you don't love each other Uh, but there's things you can do to pull yourself out of that roommate phase or avoid it or make it less uh less hard and I'm gonna talk about the tips so the the bad habits I talked about before lead you into a slump it leads you into feeling less romantic feeling less cherished feeling less important or just like you feel a desire to want to go back and revert to your early stage of your relationship and you don't know what went wrong or what to do and my biggest tip is honestly you feel like you want you know to go back to what you used to be or back to like before you moved in with each other like that romance that feeling and I say do it go back to the basics the main problem is not you guys as a couple often. It's often just the fact that you forgot the basics and you're not treating each other like a girlfriend or like a boyfriend. You're treating each other like roommates. The most, one of the very important aspects of my, like my relationship or our relationship to me is communicating with each other. And that starts the second they leave for work and the second that they come home. And regardless of what time you guys get home from work or your different schedules, you should always tell somebody that you care about, even if it's not even your boyfriend, uh, like, hi, good morning. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Have a good day and send them off. Or I work from home. So that's why I'm referring it to as me staying in the home. But say if I was going into the office, like you just say goodbye. And when you come back at the end of the day, you greet them. Like that message is so important. 
you know, greeting each other is really important. My boyfriend will tell me before he leaves from work every single day and he's not, he's missed it once in a year. Uh, before he leaves from work, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm in the shower, if I'm doing my makeup or if I'm still sleeping, he'll come in and say like, hi baby, like have a good day. Good morning. I'm going to miss you. Like have a good day uh, at work. Bye. I'm leaving now. Like type of thing. And that's nice because it's that connection where it's not just like two ships passing in the night, but it's two people working together. Like you feel more connected to that person as, as I know it sounds something as small as, Hey, I'm about to leave for work. Have a good day. Or, Hey, I'm home from work. How was your day? Those things are so, so important to really avoid feeling like two ships passing in the night. Uh, so when someone leaves, when your boyfriend leaves for work or when you guys get home, make sure to take a few seconds to communicate with each other, or at least acknowledge each other's presence. That is a great way to avoid the roommate phase. Uh, Cause when it gets to the point where you're leaving and you're coming and going as you please without even really addressing your partner, like that I think uh, can feel hurtful and, and you feel like that could contribute to like a less romantic, happy relationship. Okay. The next most important thing is flirt with each other and I know especially if you are currently in the roommate phase of your relationship this can feel awkward Uh, but if you are not and you're watching this video before you move in with your boyfriend never stop flirting Uh, and this is important because when you see each other every single day it life becomes normal and you often forget to flirt but it is so important you know you can start as it could be as small as you know texting your boyfriend when he's at work I miss you Uh, and that's a great way especially if you're already in the roommate phase and you're having a little bit of challenges like a good way to open up the doors uh to you know going on the upwards uh the up you know going up (laughs) upwards and like achieving a happy relationship or getting your relationship back to where it was uh just as simple as I miss you I love you Uh, I'm so I'm so excited to do x y and z (laughs) with you uh that is really nice and it's really nice to be appreciated you know the things like when for instance you might get annoyed at your partner for their bad habits that you will pick up on uh, the longer you live with them instead of nitpicking all of the bad habits or the bad things you see try to reframe your mindset to say okay you know he leaves the socks all over everywhere but he always does the grocery shopping and cooks dinner for me often and that is something that is so amazing that really helps me out so instead of like when you find yourself complaining about the bad aspects of him keep yourself accountable and think about all the good things he does as well and that's not to say that you can't get upset when they do something wrong uh, as they would with you but sometimes you have to decide when is it worth the argument um and that can be something that can get you out of the roommate phase just you know the ability to keep yourself from nitpicking that partner is so important uh and just remind yourself why you're with them and the things that are they're doing right It's like, don't sweat the small stuff, you know, learn what is important and learn what's not. Not every single thing has to be turned into an argument. Like hit unsubscribe. You're not, you're unsubscribing from the argument. Sometimes it's just not necessary and it's really small and it's literally not worth you spending the whole time talking about, you know, someone leaving dirty socks on the floor. 
you know, the little things when you see that they do something right, like they put away the dishes, like they unload the dishwasher or they make the bed or they do the laundry. Words of affirmation are so important or just like paying attention to the things that they're doing right and telling them about that. For instance, if you notice that your boyfriend unloaded the dishwasher when it was your turn to do it or when you said you were going to do it, that's something really nice. It's something so small that some people, especially after a long time of living together, you might not pay attention to, but paying attention to the good things that your boyfriend does and always telling them that you appreciate that will help your relationship. It's going to make him feel excited that you acknowledged it. Uh, It's going to make him want to do it more often because he's going to want to please you. And it's going to contribute to just you being happier with him and how you view him and just your relationship as a whole. Okay, now let's talk about establishing good habits. Establishing the good habits and making an effort to maintain these good habits are so important for preventing the roommate stage. Now let me tell you the habits that I currently do. So there's a few habits that Zachary and I establish and put into place to make sure that we feel connected, we feel like we're being romantic, and we avoid essentially the roommate phase. And these habits were established after we were in it. We found ourselves in it. We didn't really know what it was. uh, And then after a lot of communication, we were able to figure out how to avoid it and how to make each other both feel good, feel connected, feel romantic, but also enjoy our alone time as well. So we didn't feel like two passion ships in the night. Uh, And the number one thing that I would suggest to avoid the roommate phase would be make time for each other that's sustainable. Obviously, you can't go on a date night every single night. Like We are working adults. Uh, That is not only not affordable, but nobody has the time to do that. But things as simple as always saying goodbye and hello to each other uh, when you leave. Uh, Dinner times, it's a no phone zone, no TV. We light a candle, we romanticize that small moment of the day, and we spend that dinner as a time to connect with each other and to laugh and during that dinner we don't talk about stressful things we don't talk about what bills need to be paid or what's going on and it's a negative way but we just use it to really just connect with each other as a positive light and going back to what I originally said about giving him words of affirmation or really like notify like telling him the things that he's doing right that's a great time to do it that's a time where we're often will address that about the things that we're happy with or happy with each other or the the, the trips we're excited to plan or go on and that is a beneficial thing that helps us feel connected and excited about our future another thing that is new is night routines so often it feels you know when you go like going back to what i said earlier when you go on trips with your boyfriend before you live with each other you'd be so excited to go to bed together at night but when you live with each other it's just not realistic that you are going to be tired at that like the same time as the other person and that kind of feels weird to like go especially if you're the person that goes to sleep first like just fall asleep alone it's kind of sad uh so that's something that we were like how do we have or channel in that romantic feeling of uh the beginning stage of our relationship before like when right when we moved in together into everyday life and what we do is we set aside time you know maybe like we don't set exact adult bedtime but at some point between like 10 or 11 we'll cuddle with each other just for like 20 minutes not even rather that's it we watching a show or we're just silent and cuddling or we talk about our day uh, we just take 20 minutes every night to just really connect with each other in that aspect just so we have that a little bit of like that romance or that like with the physical touch and that's really really important uh, because if you get into the habit of you know scrolling on your phones every single night before going to bed and not communicating or 
falling asleep in different rooms which was a problem because not like <laughs> or falling asleep in different rooms for say because like if I'm watching tv in one room and he's playing uh, he's scrolling on his phone in the other room you know at 12 o'clock in the morning you might fall asleep and that's sad and you don't want that to happen you want to you know wake up next to your partner every single day uh, so doing things like that can be very beneficial to get you out of the roommate stage as well planning trips is another thing that i think is great for getting you out of the roommate stage uh or avoiding it if you sometimes you know you need to be reminded why you are together and like together in terms of like an actual romantic love and i think there's nothing better than going on a trip with somebody to reconnect and really remember why you are together and like that fun easy romance love you know Zachary and I go to the same cabin every single year close to our anniversary and we take that time to really just reflect on the year of us as a couple and I'm so excited we're about to go again soon and it's crazy because last time we went on that trip, we were talking about living together and we had no idea uh, what the year ahead was going to bring. And now when we go on that trip, we'll spend the time, you know, we always take the time to uh, sit down have like a really nice dinner and talk about our relationship and why, what, what we're happy with and what we see happening within the next year to come. Uh, and I'm so excited for that conversation. It's going to be crazy going back after like years of going not living together. And this is the first year where I really feel like such a deeper connection to him. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. So if you find yourself in the roommate stage and you have a hard time getting out of it, book a trip. It doesn't have to be a big cabin trip or it doesn't have to be a one week all-inclusive vacation go to a hotel room for a night or if you are really really trying to save make a hotel room in your home make a fort uh make a spa night like buy make little tickets to movies or do something like that in your own place just make a vacation or better yet make some hawaiian drinks get a little hawaiian skirt make a little vacation at home maybe get like a blow-up pool like be careful if you're putting the pool inside but have some fun you know play some local tropical music and dance around like and that feels weird especially if you're arguing with your partner uh to do like the flirt or to do things like that it feels awkward and you don't want to do it especially if like you're mad at them for whatever reason but I'm telling you sometimes it's worth it send that little text message say I miss you say I miss you let's reconnect I have a crazy idea are you up for it and sometimes that's what you need to get yourself out of the slump or the roommate phase and it feels so awkward to do that at first uh, but that is gonna be what starts the upwards turn of like back of you getting out of that slump or that roommate phase date nights date nights is another thing that i think are really important for couples living together or just couples in general but i find once you start living together you forget to date each other because you see each other all the time when before when you weren't living together you would see each other when you'd go on dates uh, so date night is very important to Zachary and I we do it once a week and we don't go out for dinner we don't spend money necessarily once a week but we'll do a board game night or we'll do a movie night we'll do something that works like an intentional date night not just like us watching tv at the end of the day but us sitting down and saying this is a date <laughs> where you're conscious like you both know it's a date you say it's not just like hey want to play connect four it's hey let's have a board game and date night you light the candle you set the mood you be intentional you'll be surprised what a little bit of intention and effort does for your relationship <laughs> you know take that extra time to be in that moment and to just like 
show each other that you're trying and sometimes that's all you need all us women really want is effort let's be real light a candle uh draw uh, draw us a bubble bath imagine like that is something we have here men if you are listening to this <laughs> go into the bathtub <laughs> take out that bubble bath that she has and i know she does have it somewhere if not use freaking body wash just the bath and body works body wash make a bubble bath up light a single candle pour a glass of wine surprise her when she gets home man wouldn't that be nice right like it's just the little things like that would take like five minutes and I know that's probably why you're here being like yeah of course that's what I want like why can't my boyfriend do this like put it on his for you page like I wish it would uh, if you are hearing this as a man please go do this I swear it's gonna be beneficial for you too <laughs> um but we can do that for our boyfriends as well uh you know it's the concept of like doing things putting an effort for somebody else when you are excited and when you are happy and when you are uh, like ready to just essentially open up and give him love i feel like he is more receptive of that and then he's more likely to give that back to you uh sometimes when we feel that shift as women uh, especially when we feel like we're going to go into that roommate phase we pull back or we start looking for reasons that confirm our theories that our relationship isn't as happy as we want it to be so we'll look at the bad things we'll pay attention to the bad things but we won't bring light to the good and that is what causes it to get worse when you find yourself in the roommate phase you need to take a step back and remind yourself of why you love that person Uh, make an effort to be romantic even if you're annoyed that they aren't try to show them that you love them try to be happy try to enjoy life and if they see you in that aspect I feel like that is they're gonna mirror your behavior and that is what is gonna be able to get you out of that even if you are trying to talk to them and um and that is not working sometimes just mirroring the behavior that you want out of your relationship is enough to revive it and bring it back to like the good times and I know that sounds intense the roommate phase often doesn't like is not this horrible thing where you think you're gonna break up it wasn't for Zachary and I uh, but I did feel it uh, and I sometimes still do and when and so does Zachary and when that happens I feel like of course we're open to communicating but for someone who's not and I've heard these stories before uh sometimes just you putting in the effort and you trying to take a step back and having me time for you do some self-care uh love yourself spend some time with your friends and you're gonna come back and be happy you're gonna be excited and he's gonna see that and be excited that you're happy because at the end of the day i feel like men really just want us to be happy uh and to us it's like it's so easy you just have to do this and and like it seems like second nature to us but it not isn't that always like that for for men and that is something that us as women have to accept you have to love your partner for who they are uh, at the end of the day you chose them so it's not their fault uh, you know I am a firm believer of never expecting someone to change like you're supposed to love that person for who, whom they are and if you're with someone or you're living with somebody you're gonna love them for the good and the bad uh, and that is just a part of life so in summary If you find yourself in the roommate phase and you are struggling, just know that you are not alone. Many women, many couples go through the roommate stage. You can get out of it. The 
most important things to do are take a step back, uh, spend it in self-care, spend it in giving yourself the love that you need. Uh, then you're going to come out of it feeling a lot more relaxed with a, a, a open mind, feel more a little bit level-headed to approach and tackle that roommate stage of a relationship in from a good place. Start prioritizing romance, go back to the basics, uh, and really just take time or take those few moments out of your day for each other. And I think that is what's going to help you get out of that stage in your relationship at the end of the day like this is not to say you know if you're about to move into someone oh my gosh you should be so scared your entire relationship is going to change I mean it will change but it's so good it's so much good comes out of moving in with the right person and someone that you genuinely love and care about uh, you really do feel connected on such like a deeper level that you can't explain if it's right the last year of moving in with my boyfriend has been amazing it has brought so much good into a relationship it taught us a lot of lessons but I think those lessons are really important for us to uh, take into consideration as we go and work towards a future marriage one day uh, and there are things that I kind of I think a lot of women young women young girlfriends will find it very helpful so that's all for today's episode I hope you all found it helpful and for those of you who aren't in relationships hopefully you could get something out of this too because you can prepare for the future uh with that being said uh this is just a one i wanted to experiment with this episode about talking about relationships because i have a lot of thoughts on it uh but if you liked this podcast please check me out on social at the get up in glow podcast i have tiktok instagram and of course on youtube uh so you, if you want to watch me uh on there as well we have visual and audio combined how amazing uh please follow me on tiktok i am trying to build a platform on there it makes me so excited every time i see a single new follower pop up on tiktok i'm like oh my gosh i feel like i'm building community of like-minded women in their 20s trying to just get up and glow and like build themselves to be the best version of them which is amazing to see so my tiktok is get up and glow uh please follow me i'll be so excited uh regardless i hope you have an amazing week uh you gorgeous gorgeous girls and i will talk to you in the next episode until then bye